You're listening to the Heart-Centered Service Podcast. A podcast to help freelancers create the lifestyle of their dreams while doing work that brings them purpose. I'm your host, Francesca Mamlin. And I'm your other host, Krista Aoki. Each week, we'll release new episodes with tips and personal stories for online service-based entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode 21 of Heart-Centered Service. In this episode, we are talking about how we set and stick to goals in our businesses and in our life. So when it comes to setting goals, everyone is so different. So there's no one size fits all when it comes to this stuff. We have Um, episode 13 where we interview Megan Seeley about how you can learn your unique way of planning and setting goals. So you might find that episode useful on this topic as well. Today, Krista and I are going to be sharing how we each approach goal setting in our own businesses because we are quite different Um, The two of us are different from each other, and we will um, talk about some overall tips as well that we have for setting goals, because it's way too common for entrepreneurs, and really, let's be real, anyone, um, to set goals like at the beginning of the year or the beginning of a quarter and get all excited, but then not follow through with it, and it's not necessarily your fault. We just don't have the right tools to actually follow through with our goals. So we are going to be talking about that today and yeah i'm excited yeah i'm really excited as well and i love the way that we both how we both approach goal setting um a bit differently um but yeah uh it's going to be so exciting to talk about a different way of goal setting um for freelancers in particular so fran how do you set goals for your business Okay, cool. So I, we're going to get a bit um, out there (laughs) because I use the lunar cycle. Um, And if that sounds totally crazy to you, um, don't tune out yet um, because you don't have to follow the the loon. You don't have to follow the moon in order to actually use my method. I'm just going to talk about how I use it very practically. Um, So um, every, the lunar cycle is 28 days. So it's basically a month and it has a new moon and a full moon. There's actually eight phases to the lunar cycle, but the main ones are the new moon and the full moon. Um, the new moon is when I set goals. Um, so I sit down, I think about where I want to be in the next 30 days um, or 28 days, and I set an intention. Um, and then about 14 days later, we're at the full moon. And then that's when I sit down, I look back at my intentions. I think about how much, how much progress that I've made in the last two weeks towards my intentions, if I'm going to actually be able to achieve them by the end of the lunar cycle, if maybe they need to change because things have shifted in the last two weeks. What I really like about it is that it allows me time every month to sit down and check in with myself, set a smaller goal, um, and then a couple weeks later, check in on that goal Um, and see if it needs to change like there's those two really strong checkpoints that I can that I always have set aside and I also use the lunar cycle to set more long-term goals like sometimes like one to three years and I really like doing it this way because it's not like in in January I like aggressively set a bunch of goals for the year and then just like forget about it Um, but if I feel really inspired um or really ambitious during a particular new moon, 
I actually might sit down and think about like, okay, so where do I want to be this time next year? Like you don't have to wait until January to set year long goals. Like you can actually do it any, at any point in the year. So I have, I think I have a, like a long-term goal going for August to August right now. Um, just because I really felt inspired during the, the, uh, the, one of the new moons in August. And then I can use like the longer term lunar cycles. Cause there's also like, there's, there's 28 day lunar cycles. There's year long lunar cycles. And like, you can, you know, figure that out online if you're curious. Um, and then I have those multiple checkpoints to check in with my longer term goals. Um, and I, this might sound really crazy for people who are not into the moon, but it really works for me. And it actually makes me really happy. And I keep all of my intentions and my reflections in a moon journal. Um, so like, I can look back on where I was like a year ago during like, you know, this new moon and what I was thinking and see how much progress that I've made since then. Um, and it's really cool to have like a, um, an archive of all of that. Um, so I can keep track of my growth with all of that stuff. Yeah, it's really fun. So, and you can, if you don't want to work with the moon, you can, you can adapt this process to something less esoteric if, if you want, um, or you can work with the moon if you want. <laughs> and it's pretty cool too, like ancient civilizations, they plan their lives around the moon, fishing cycles, agriculture, navigation. So it's not that, it's not that, like, it's not as out there as you're making it seem to be, Fran. But um, so for anyone who's interested in learning more about the lunar cycle or starting to plan with the lunar cycle, like I had no idea that there were lunar cycles that exceeded like month to month. Um, so how, what are some resources that you would recommend for someone who's interested in starting to set goals with the lunar cycle? Um, I could... Um, shamelessly plug my own moon circle. I run a completely free moon, moon circle for anyone who's interested in experimenting with that stuff. So you can check that out if you want. Um, you can also check out, there's a book called Lunar Abundance, and she actually has a website as well with some free resources that explains what each of the phases of the moon mean. So you can awesome. check that out too. There's also a book. You can order the book on Amazon if you want to wanna do that. So yeah. And, um, sorry, <laughs> in um, going off what Krista said about it not being that out there, the word month actually came from the word moon because our months are based off <laughs> of that. It's just we've kind of gotten off skew with the lunar calendar over the years because the moon cycle changes. So, yeah, it, it's, it's not that out there. Our calendars are based off of this stuff. So, anyway. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, no, that's really brilliant. And um, I think it's very good that even though you're not following it, or, or even if you don't follow the moon cycle, that you are setting aside days to check in with your progress, right? Because like, um, just like, we can make these really big goals, but then um, maybe we think that we're working towards them. But if you're not setting that time to like, hey, sit back, and look at the data that you've accumulated so far, then um, how do you know that you're like making the, I don't know, making the right steps, paving the right path towards your goal? Yeah, absolutely. And the, a really important part of that too is that like your goals might actually change if they're long-term goals. Like you might have an idea, um, 
you know, at one point, but then like a month or so later, you'll be like, wait, like I actually want to tweak it into this. And if you're not checking in with yourself, then, you know, then you're chasing something that doesn't matter to you. And who wants to do that? Yeah, totally. Like, um, it's, it, oh, that's a really good point as well. Like sometimes, um, our wants, needs, and desires change, right? Like in life and in business. So, um, having that check-in with yourself, like things happen with, with life, right? Like aggressive annual planning didn't work out for me because life happens and I am just like so sensitive to life. (laughs) Um, and so I think, yeah, having these regular check-ins where you can give yourself, um, give yourself room to like think and check in and permission to pivot. That's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, and we, we have a whole episode with Sheila about this, but like, there's no shame in that in like setting a goal at the beginning of the year, but then being like, actually, I don't know if I want this anymore. That's, that's being human, like changing your mind and, um, you know, changing your direction. That is part of being a growing, changing human being. So that is a, a beautiful thing and own that. And give yes. You do that. <laughs> oh, totally. Episode eight, like giving yourself the permission to, uh, yeah, to pivot with Sheila. That was such a good, yeah, that was such a good episode. So inspirational. (laughs) How do you set goals, Krista? Yeah, so since aggressive annual planning doesn't work for me, like I've tried it (laughs) and I've tried my best to like stick to it. Uh, It just doesn't work for me because life happens. Um, I am also, I get distracted sometimes. Uh, I, I, over, I overcommit as well. I, I'm one of those people who says yes to a lot of things. And so one thing that I've really been working on whoo, is saying no to things, but like I overcommit. So aggressive annual planning doesn't work for me. So I set short-term goals. I'm a really big fan of just having one or three because I am a yes person. So one or three quarterly goals um, so that I can laser focus on one or three things and then I'll reassess. Um, And so what I do with this is I reverse engineer my goals. So I reverse engineer what I want. I think about like, okay, so let's say I'm thinking about one big goal. For example, I'm currently restructuring my business to only offer design. So I offered Pinterest management and virtual assistance in the past, and I am narrowing my services down. This is my big goal for the rest of the year is to restructure my business to only offer design. So I have my big goal and I'm working backwards from there. What do I need to do in order to achieve this goal? And um, I brain dump like everything that I need to do. I create a Trello board because I like seeing like the big picture on my screen. I like being able to like move things around with how I feel. So um, setting short term goals and like being able to reverse engineer those goals is uh, really, really effective for me. Yeah, quarterly goal setting has worked for me many times in the past. I think it's really cool to just focus on the next three months and think about what you want to produce in those three months because it's a long enough time period that you could make a lot of progress on something big but it's not such a long time that it's daunting you know like it setting a yearly goal is really daunting because it's like have you like 
you know, a year is a very long time um, for that stuff. But like the next three months um, is doable. So I, I think quarterly goal setting is really, really powerful for business owners. Um, and I like them. I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's really important to like, I just love short term goal planning um, be- because it, it gives me a lot more freedom. I've, I don't feel like I am stuck to something. And so I'm just more relaxed about a lot of things um, ever since shifting away from annual planning. So we've talked about the framework that both of us use for setting our goals. So now let's talk about how to set good goals. Uh, because seriously, like, um, <laughs> if one more person starts talking about smart goals, I'm literally going to like throw a stick at them because I'm so tired of hearing like the specific, measurable, whatever. I, I mean, like, I get it. Like, you want goals to be specific and measurable and stuff. But I feel like when you get too rigid with the goals, you're and you're putting yourself on a timeline and stuff, and you get really caught up on the actual practical details of things. You start closing yourself off to possibility um and you i think what you really lose the most important part of the goal which is the feeling behind it because like you like let's take a financial goal for example like let's say it's a big goal for me to bring in a hundred thousand dollars a year in my business now when i really think about that goal it's not actually based in wanting to look at my bank account and see a hundred thousand dollars because like who cares about that? No, it's about like the 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 feeling of freedom that's going to come from earning that kind of money, or um, like the feeling of value that I'm going to get from owning a business that brings in that kind of money. It's it's all about the feelings behind it, and I really just feel like the smart goals kind of like miss that part. So when I set goals, I like to do something tangible, as in like I want it to be something that I want to produce, like a an actual thing that I can like see appear in my life. Um, but what I really focus on is the feeling that I'm trying to achieve because what so might deep. happen, <laughs> thank you. What might happen is that I might realize like, oh, if I'm actually chasing this feeling, um, there's actually a lot of different ways that I could achieve that feeling or that experience that I want. Um, and I might find that like the actual thing that I'm trying to produce isn't really what I want. It's just what I think I want. So I hope that makes sense. Oh my gosh. No, that's so beautiful. Um, and I've never really thought about it. I've never thought about it that way. Like to, to really reflect on like, how is something going to make you, how is achieving something going to make you feel right? Like, because uh, I'm thinking back to just like my brand, my random goals from the past couple of years, like um, launching, launch a YouTube channel like I did I don't think I had a feeling behind that I just wanted to do it because it was like the next step of growth that I saw at that moment whereas like um yeah so wow that's just so beautiful Fran um I'm going to start incorporating that into my goal setting like um to really be like to really be in touch because I am yeah I'm really trying to um, everyone is right who's listening to this podcast but I'm really trying to build a, a fulfilling business because um, it's it's hard like it's um, 
sometimes we get caught up in like what you're saying. Sometimes we get caught up in the mundane details or like the financial goals, but for what? Right. So I think that, yeah, reflecting on the feelings behind goals, whoa, big life changing. I'll report back to you on that one. Yeah. And I think the default with society, I feel like I'm always talking about society in these episodes, but I think that we're really conditioned to chase these achievements um, because like the narrative is like, oh, like you, you, um, you have to achieve this kind of career. You have to like buy a house, you have to get married, you have to da 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 da. And I feel like what a lot of people are chasing is like that external achievements and how it's going to look to other people but oh my god um, we don't really yes. focus on what we really want um and what yes. we want experience because <laughs> we're not taught to it's no one's fault it's just not the default it's not what we're taught totally and so to undo society's conditioning one of the ways that you can do that is to reflect on your feelings behind your goals behind the goals for your business like really ask yourself why am i doing this why am i striving for this like why am i striving for like these instagram followers right like what is that going to like what is that going to give to you um i and one thing too is like well maybe maybe you're looking for connection right i find a lot of connection on instagram i live in instagram dms like all day um <laughs> but um so like what is what is the purpose behind what you're what you're what you're doing right like because at the end of the day like followers are followers just followers? Like what, yeah, whoa. Is are your financial goals just financial goals or what are you really working for? Um, Fran, I feel like I'm having a therapy session right now. <laughs> no, I love it. And um, it's really important. I think it's important that we're kind of lingering on this part of it because once you've really identified those feelings that you're chasing, um, which first of all, you're, you might have to dig really deep to find this because like you might ask yourself, why do I want to, what, why do I want a bunch of Instagram followers? And then like the answer that comes back is like, oh, I want a connection. But then you have to be like, what kind of connection? Why? Like Ugh. be like a little kid and just ask yourself why over and over and over again. But, so beautiful. <laughs> but it's those feelings that are going to keep you focused on those goals. And it's those feelings that are going to, seep into your unconscious mind and start bringing you those intuitive hits of like paths that you can take to the thing that you're chasing because if you're just looking for an external thing like your your unconscious mind like your primal mind that is like most of your you know existence which is like we have this very vast unconscious it's not gonna it's it's really not gonna care about those external stuff which is i i think it's why people have a really hard time sticking to kind of vanity type goals that they set for themselves but if if you're really if you're really focused on those feelings then your unconscious is going to be very engaged and that's that's where your intuition comes from so that's how you make things happen faster for you that's how you actually follow through oh i really love that yeah because it's so easy to so kind of like lose sight of the end goal right but if you're in tune to why you're doing something, then it's going to make it so much easier to push through the hard parts because, um, yes, uh, 
if you haven't heard freelancing isn't easy, life isn't easy, right? There's going to be hard parts. There's going to be times where you want to give up, where you don't believe in yourself. But if you understand like your the feelings behind what you're doing, whoa, like that's that's going to help you push through so that you can achieve that goal and like give yourself those feelings. Yeah, so, so true. And yeah, and um, if once you've identified those feelings, if you can find ways to be in those feelings in this moment, um, then you're kind of like playing with the law of attraction of like vibrating at the level of the, the person or, or circumstance that you want to achieve. So like if you're somebody who let's go back to the Instagram example, if you want a bunch of Instagram followers because you're craving connection, well, that's great. Like what are some ways that you can experience connection today so that you can start to experience that now as you're building that goal of growing your presence on Instagram or any social media channel. Ooh, totally. Um, I really like that. So to like, yes, you have your end goal, right? But like, how can you, how can you, or you have your end feeling, um, but how can you be in tune with that today? How can you create that feeling for yourself today? That's so great. I love that. Yeah. So what tips do you, do you, what do you usually think about when you're setting your goals, Krista? Um, so I'm pretty realistic, like, um, and I think this is, this, um, this is a good thing and it's a bad thing, right? Because how, how we talk about, um, how we talk about, we tell ourselves these stories or you talk about it really. And I'm just like, oh, I know all of these stories I tell myself. Um, I, I am a numbers person. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty like, I like to be pretty grounded. And so for me, setting a good goal is one that's realistic. And then when I achieve that goal, then I'll move on to the next. That's why I'm really into short term goal setting. Um, but I do like to dream and plan. So I have a, a brain dev board. We have one for the podcast and I have one for my business. Um, and I only um, take an idea from the brain dump board when I have the time and energy to commit to, to commit to something. Um, I have a lot of, I have a lot of like big goals and big dreams definitely. But, um, I start with like the more realistic ones or the ones that feel right. I start with what feels right for that period of time. Um, for example, whoa, like, um, Last week, I saw that Patagonia is hiring a brand designer, and oh, I would love to apply because Patagonia is in business to save the planet. And like, this is like really in alignment with um, this is really in alignment with my career goals is to like be a brand designer for or design brands for like environmentally conscious uh, organizations. And um, but the it just like wasn't perfect right so even though like that is like my big that's like my big goal um <laughs> it's like my big goal but um I'm trying to like be realistic with like well what's perfect for me not just career-wise but like everything uh so yeah does that am I making sense like yeah. I have my big goals but I'm only like I'm only answering to the goals that like feel right <laughs> to me at that moment yeah, I love the I love the practical perspective because this kind of goes back to the I said, but we 
didn't really we and we we got really caught up on the feeling side of it you want to actually set goals that produce something um like you want you want it to be tangible to some degree like i wouldn't go as rigid as like smart goals of like putting a deadline on it and like this is i i but i do think that having something tangible is really important so that you know like whether or not you've actually <laughs> achieved it um so that's really important and i i like um how you've emphasized um the focus aspect of it too because if you are setting a whole bunch of goals um then you're really like you're chasing a bunch of things at the same time and like your brain doesn't really know what to do you don't really know what to do you don't know where your priorities are so i think it's really important to like get really clear on the thing that is important to you at this moment like what's the thing that you're trying to create right now and kind of like yeah like cutting away all of the stuff that's going to stand in your way the word decide um, I, I'm really into etymology because I'm weird, but the word decide actually comes from the, a Latin word, which means to cut away all other options. So like there's this element of like cutting away everything, but what is important to you. And I think you set a really good example with like the Patagonia thing, because you could have been, um, like in, in from like a, uh, like I don't I'm trying not to use the word vanity because like Patagonia is a great company but like from a very superficial point of view like you could look at that opportunity and be like oh that's that's what I want to do yeah um but you could also examine it examine it more and be like well if I work for a corporate job then that means I'm not going to be able to give my time to like smaller businesses if I like there's a lot of different ways that you could examine it um and then you'll find that okay, maybe it's not in line with my goals. Um, so I think it's really important. Yeah. The focus aspect is really important. Yeah, definitely. Just because something sounds like the perfect, the perfectly designed job or what, you know, just because something sounds perfect, it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that it is like everything's not black and white and you you create your own reality like i could have been like yes this is perfect for me like i want to do this i am going for it um but yeah so we create also create our own realities definitely yeah i think it's really important to trust yourself too um because any decision that you make is the right decision um and when you really go into it that mindset then it really takes away the whole like, oh, is this the right way to go? Or is this the right way to go? You have to be like, okay, like I have a choice presented to me. I have an opportunity to present presented to me. And whether I take the opportunity or turn it down, that's gonna be the right decision for me because like you have to trust yourself and you have to trust um, whatever decision you make. And even that goes into like, even if the decision actually ends up going unfavorably, <laughs> um, even then it was still the right decision because um, it's taking you down some path and you have to trust where the path goes. And yeah, <laughs> I'm getting well, very silly feely here, but <laughs> I know I was, I was, I really think I'm in the middle of a therapy session right now. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's why I love producing podcasts with you, Fran. <laughs> so um, <laughs> moving forward, what are some like general goal setting tips that you have? Okay, cool. So um, big picture general tips. Set goals that you're excited about. I mean, that's an obvious one. This kind of goes back to the whole discussion we had around the feelings that you're chasing. Like, 
are you setting these goals because like you think it would you you think that you need to achieve all of these things and like you you care a big thing for me was um when i was starting my business was i was really focused on how i looked to people who were outside looking in um so that was a big motivation for me and i had to really work through that um yeah so just set goals that you personally are very excited about this goes back to the episode we just did with Kat Arapis where she's like does it make you feel expansive or does it make you feel limited um, and I think she really put it so beautifully with that um, is does this goal like make you feel like all the possibilities are ahead of you or do you feel like you're restricting yourself to like this one thing that you feel like you have to be um, again focus on producing or creating something um, whether it's you know money in your bank account, whether it's a project or whether it's producing or attracting a certain number of followers, there's you know make it tangible to some degree. Even though like I'm very flexible when it comes to the time frame, like I feel like putting a strict timeline on something is extremely limiting. Um, some people might enjoy or or benefit from timelines. I don't. So if you're somebody who doesn't like deadlines with goals, totally cool. I'm right there with you. Um, Focus on feelings, not vanity metrics, and check in with your progress regularly. Whether you're, you know, following the moon like me, um, or you're just doing regular old months, make sure that you're setting aside checkpoints where you can see where you are in your progress and see how you still feel about that goal. And I'll put, I'll have a link in the show notes um, about this YouTube video I have about strategy journaling. And it's actually a daily practice that you can use if you're working towards like a really big goal. Like for example, if you're trying to build a business, there's this daily journaling practice that you can use to check in on the goal um, and help you work through something really big. I used that daily practice when I was doing, I did a 100 day manifest, manifesting challenge to like transition into business coaching and I used the strategy journal and I really enjoyed it. So I will link that in the show notes. Oh, cool. I didn't know you were following something. That that was so cool to watch. Um, whoa, I might do that as well. <laughs> actually that's a great idea go for it <laughs> and I really like the the just the idea of checking in with yourself regularly and not because then you're not like basing your goals on what someone else is doing or what some someone else wants you're basing it on yourself and what you want and like your your life and like your circumstances that's so important because um, with social media, I know I talk about it a lot, but with social media, it's so easy to like want something that someone else has. Um, but like, you don't know the entire picture of that person, you know, the entire picture of your life and your situation and your wants. And so it's really important to base your goals, um, and set your goals up to work towards something you want. I think Fran, like your, um, your emphasis on focus, focusing on feelings, not vanity metrics, is is great for this because then you're like really asking yourself, okay, like why do I want this? Why am I working towards this? And just anything that really um, steers away from like steers away from doing something because of someone else is it's just so important. It's really easy to get caught up in this like in this cycle. Uh, 
in this like superficial cycle, I think nowadays that it's really important to do things that like kind of get you out of it and pull you out of it. Yeah, such a good point. And then another thing that, um, yeah, just another, another takeaway I think from today is to take one big goal and create small goals from it. So we use Trello for this. We have this dreaming and planning board where we brain dump everything and all of the ideas that we have for business because because not everything is like something we're going to do this week, this month, this year, next two years, right? But um, we can still like brain dump it so that it's there for the future and it's ready for us to, to open it you know like maybe we'll jot ideas like as we come up i know we add links to our trello notes like so like if we if we go to an idea there's already like ideas typed in or sub ideas typed in links and references and so we're like yeah keeping storing it all together and then um, we can create a new trello board when we get deeper into the project and just have more that we need to like keep track on and focus on etc yeah, and I think um, if you, well, you're listening to this podcast because you have a business, most likely. I said if you're a business owner, but as a business owner, I, I think it's really important to have a place like that, whether it's a Trello board or I, a notebook, but I feel like using a project management system is so much more, um, like it, it'll be around longer, you know, like it follows you wherever you are when it's online. Yeah. Um, but setting up a, a Trello board, um, where you have the big picture of your business kind of laid out and has that brain dump place where you can like put goals and you know ideas for the future in there as you feel inspired um, and yeah like Krista said like it's there for you and it's ready whenever you are so um, I highly recommend it's really simple like I think we just have a list for like brain dumps we have like current <laughs> yeah. projects we have it's really not that complicated um, it's not it's not even like, like we're quite meticulous with our other Trello boards. It's not even like we have some notes in caps that kind of bother me when I skim past them. Uh, sorry, I'm, uh, my control freak is coming out in this episode. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, we just use it to like really just push out ideas. And then in the description, we'll type um, I, like, anything anything further that we have we'll leave links we'll comment on things just like as we think on them and everything's super organized still yeah i love it and we actually just started like so um this past week we started um getting in a conversation about one of our main goals which is to create a paid community and i went back to the trello card and i saw that months ago krista was like putting ideas for how we could make it happen she had like this program picked out launch pass that we could use um so i was like yeah like we're all set like let's let's get going and let's do it awesome. we have the time and energy to commit to it and we're like in and we want to and we know like we know the feelings that we'll get like when we when we're in this right um well so awesome so yeah i hope that you walk away from this episode um with something i know i'm walking away even just like really going i'm going to like reassess my goals now it's ah, it's mid-october the last quarter of the year and <laughs> it's a great time for you to like kind of like 
just finish so you're strong, right? Like, so what I'm going to do is I'm really going to um, think about think about goals that are aligned with with my long-term goal, my short-term goal is just everything. And so I'm really excited to hear about how you um, how you feel about this episode. So slide into our DMs on Instagram. We love to chat um, at Heart Centered Service. Yeah, we love, love hearing from you guys. And we'd love to hear what um, processes you're taking away and uh, implementing into your own goal setting practice. So let us know. And yeah, get out there and start making some dreams happen. Um, That was really cheesy, but (laughs) I'm going to go with it. Let's go um, with it. You freaking trailblazer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we hope you have a great week. And yeah, we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode. So look forward to that. Until then, go be awesome. Aloha.